Welcome, dear listeners and dear friend Evan, to uh, another episode of Scooby Dudes. Thank you for joining us. We start this particular episode episode out on more of a sober note. Yeah, a little somber. I mean, we we like to have fun here, don't we, Evan? We like to have a good time. I certainly try to, yeah. I mean, we try our best. It's some might say it's all we could do, but recently we've learned we could be doing more. It's it's upsetting to me on a personal level hmm. that we might be creating content that our listeners don't enjoy. It's not just that it's less than it could be. It's that it's less than our listeners deserve. And um really what the what the meat of the issue is that we both have to apologize for you and me both heaven is the meandering slow often aimless interminable is a word that could probably be fairly used intros overly tangential i mean it's tangential like well there was this one time i was going to a baseball game with a close friend of mine in high school and we got similarly tangented on the way to the game. We actually pulled off and we had to go do something else entirely. And that's what we do uh, during a lot of these intros. It's not fair to our listeners. You know what, Evan? I'll say it's not even fair to you and me. I can't believe it's gone on for so long. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been perhaps since the start. Do you think we've had any intros or outros that have not unnecessarily meandered uh, to the detriment of our listeners' experience? <laughs> You know what? Almost certainly. At one point, we were actually much better at them. Oh, really? Yeah. I think at one point, we kept them under three minutes. That's so short. And now it's like 30 minutes that I have to slave to shave down to 10 or 15. That's a typical intro. Here's what our, here's what our listeners don't know. And you know what? I This is almost a rebuttal of sorts. You may be complaining about an intro that's five minutes. What you don't know that intro was originally two hours. Originally two hours, and typically we spend a whole day preparing for that. Evan and I each two hours in the makeup chair. It's like an episode of Game of Thrones or one of the Lord of the Rings movies, what we have to do just to prepare to be able to look at each other to be ready to record. And you may be thinking like, oh, it can't be that hard for Luke to edit. He just has to cut out the other one hour and 55 minutes and just keep the first five. That's not true. I know for a fact Luke will keep a little bit from the beginning mm -hmm. all throughout the middle and then right at the end and sometimes what he'll do is he'll look for the perfect pronunciation of words like when i say the that could be from a sentence i'm saying 20 minutes later yeah absolutely i mean i have i would say a dictionary of words for each of us and multiple attempts at each of those words that i compile every episode so i have another version and attempt in case something gets flubbed it is an insane amount of work every single week just to get a few minutes recorded i just I... But no, Evan, you know, I, I hear you pushing back, and I know you, we have forces that make our intros difficult. And we've got processes that, uh, processes that are hard to follow, but we owe it to our listeners to be better. As the Scooby-Doo. As the Scooby-Doo. As, as a podcast about two best friends Here who to talk, talk about, about their favorite meddling kids. And their dumb dog. But before I finish that sentence, really, I gotta say, we need to do better for our listeners. Just for so many intros... We've just been taking a chance. And I think for, for this intro and for intros going forward, we need to make a change. Mm. I think we really need to break away. Ah. I don't... I think it's music. Are we referencing music here? Do, Evan, I, we sang that song in choir. Wait, what song was this? Evan, it's I Kelly this... Clarkson. It's Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. Oh, I don't... It's been too long. I'm just saying that we need to... We need to... Um, 
We need to spread our wings and we need to learn how to fly. You know, actually, Evan, now I, I feel bad because I just pushed back on you pushing back, but hearing you reference a song that I don't remember made me realize how good these parts of the intros really are. <laughs> we can't take this away. <laughs> this is this is why people come listen to us talk about Scooby-Doo, is for everything around that, for all the journeys we take in the opposite direction from what we gather to discuss. Okay, so here's here's what I'm going to issue to our listenership as a whole. I I believe that we may have a vocal minority. I think we found a squeaky wheel and Luke and I we've we've lubed up. We're looking to grease this wheel. <laughs> we're trying to look look, hey wheel, stop squeaking for just a second. Do you do you think they're squeaking because we're lubing them so much? Is that because I think we're lubing them because they've been squeaking. I mean, like, if I get both of my hands covered in lube and I, like, rub them together real tight, they're probably going to squeak. So I'm just, I really want to hear what the rest of our listeners have to say about these little introductions that we put in place. I would also appreciate if our listeners told us what they thought, but, you know, at the end of a long day's journey into Night of the Living Dead, have got to say, I think the longer the intro is the better the intro okay. is. If you really think about it. And, and I don't like is, to really think about things, but if I were, were to. This is an activity I personally, at the time of this recording, have zero experience with. Okay. Isn't the intro us, and I'm just going to use euphemisms, us warming up our listeners for what's to come? Isn't that supposed to be the most important, and in some cases, <laughs> longest parts of the experience? But but some listeners, and we're not going to, again, compare them to one stereotypical party and uh, an activity that we might be comparing this activity to, but some listeners just want it to be over and done with. Let's just skip that. Fast forward. I don't know. Yeah, so here's the thing. I just like, I know that there's a lot of importance in three play and in five play, but I think in the middle... So you think splitting the difference could be really, uh, could be really beneficial? Okay. I think so. Well, it's... I wonder if our listeners will really get what we're talking about. I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so that not everyone likes our long meandering intros, but then we have long meandering episodes, so I do feel like it's setting them up for exactly what we have to offer. I mean, we've already said this is basically a Scooby-Doo podcast. Who are you? Uh, my name is Luke. I'm uh, recording here in sunny Minnesota. My name is Evan. I am recording here in uh, sunny Toronto. Yeah. And uh, two best friends, talk about favorite meddling kids, Scooby-Doo. This episode, we are here to talk about Scooby-Doo products, merchandise, things we tried to find to buy online that we're showing to each other. This is a great episode that we've got ahead of ourselves. Listeners, if you want to purchase either of us any of these items, <laughs> maybe just do it. Yeah. Hey. Maybe stop holding back, you cowards. Yeah, maybe just do it. Buy us gifts, okay? Buy me things. Make me feel special. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. One last note. Uh, please leave us feedback. However you like the intros, tell us that. Unless you've already told us and made it clear, in which case, if you tell us again, it will cancel out the first time. Yeah. And you know, a so, triple negative, a, a quintuple negative. Well, eventually. Anytime past the first one, it just remains a negative. They all just contradict the first one. It doesn't keep going back and forth, so don't do that one. But really, at the end of the race, 
Your feet hurt. You're tired. You're out of breath. People are throwing Gatorade on you. Ow, there's some ice in that Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> the race is over. It's time to go home. Ah, I gotta sit on the bus all sticky. At the end of the race, I think people like our long outros. The end. You meant intros. What? (laughs) 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 Two dudes talking about Scooby-Doo. Two dudes just like you. Unless you're a lady, this show is for ladies too. If you're LGBTQ, we are your Scooby-Doo's. All right, so we are recording this episode on the 4th of July. Ah. Ah, the old star-spangled Bruce Banner. Bruce Bangin' Banner. What a fun episode we had last time, but this is a different episode. This episode, I want to say, ties into the 4th of July because what is more American than consumerism? Absolutely. A good old capitalism. We're, uh, we're captains of industry here at the Scooby Dudes. Uh, so we, we want to tell you guys what to buy and where to buy it. So consumerism, you, if, surely our listeners remember our last consumerism episode. That was so special and fun. And so for, for those of you who don't remember that or weren't around, um, consumerism is a little feature that Luke and I like to do where we look for Scooby Doo merchandise uh, and we surprise each other with our finds. Yeah, and, and just to defend the idea of conscuberism here a little bit, not that we need to, but I think Scooby-Doo nostalgia in a big way extends to merchandise. Like, a lot of us, when we think back on Scooby-Doo, we don't just think back on the TV shows, we think back on the, the books, the DVDs themselves, the toys. I mean, when we're shopping around, I saw, I saw like a million Mystery Machine toys, and I love them all. I think they're great. I will say, uh, and, and for listeners, Luke and I have each found, I believe, seven products? Seven, yeah, we've got thirteen. One over a baker's, uh, fourteen. One over a baker's dozen. And and so altogether, for for my list, I actually have no toys, books, or DVDs. Okay, is there anything stringing your list together? Any central theme? I have a lot of apparel. Okay, I thought of going that route, but I didn't do it so much. I have a few costumes, I have a few toys, and I have a couple interesting elements. The one thing I wanted to do to string all of my items together would be that I found them all on Craigslist. Luke, you've outdone yourself. Thank you, the, man. The last time we did this, you really broke the mold by going to Etsy. Which had, I have to say, such a rich selection. I really downgraded by going to Craigslist, but it's rich in a different way. I'm so... Uh, no, honestly, you, I feel like you keep pushing the boundaries of this. Because last time, I was mostly on Amazon and eBay. That was sort of my... Um, yeah, th- that's where I was searching. There's a lot there. You can find almost anything. Anything I found is also on Amazon, I should say. So so I tried to look outside the box a little bit, but still, I mean, like, mm. Craigslist. That's, I'm, that's very commendable. S- still, I'm excited to see the apparel that you've got. Uh, last time, we did one for one. We uh, You did one, I did one, back and forth. Here we've got a tapas plate's worth. Can I start us off? I've you got... may. Uh, so you've sent me a list. Do you want me to just... You're going to go from top to bottom? They are very much listed in the order. I'd like you to view them. Would you open up Vroom Vroom, please? Vroom Vroom. So would you like... I'm. Am I reading? Is that how we want to do me, this? Tell me what you're seeing. Yeah, what are you reacting to here? Oh my goodness. Um, so the title of this Craigslist... Um, it's Minneapolis Craigslist, obviously. 
2013 Yamaha Gas FE Deluxe Street Ready Golf Cart, Blue Yellow. $6,595. I will note, it is blue. It is not yellow. Yeah, no, it's blue and green. They they really mislabeled it there, but the big takeaway is that it's Mystery Machine colors. And I does it say that anywhere here? Um, I believe it says at some point, because I did search it by Scooby-Doo. I sure didn't just start looking at golf carts and find my way to this. I think it says Scooby-Doo oh, colors or something like that. So Thanks it says 2013 Yamaha Drive gas, blah, 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 blah. And then in quotes, Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo edition. edition. Deluxe and street ready. And it's like, hey, it's a good looking golf cart too, right? I will say, so I was hanging out with my friends. Uh, we were hitting up, we were looking for a bar and we were in this neighborhood and they kept commenting on the vehicles. They're just like, oh, look, it's a Benz. It's an Audi. Um, and it really showcased my ignorance when it comes to anything having to do with the automotive industry yeah i'm kind of in the same boat buddy i mean i people at work like recognize each other's cars they're like oh is that so-and-so's car oh hey you get a new car oh whose car is that who's parked over there in our lot and i don't know anybody's cars i barely recognize my own let alone no different brands and stuff but i do know a little bit i mean i know enough to know that i think this is a good looking golf cart and for comparison i just sent you via gchat a link or just a picture of another golf cart and I'd, I'd ask you to compare the two and tell me which is better, of course. Okay, I feel like you you purposefully went out of your way to find me, uh, like, a vehicle in a post-apocalyptic what? zombie no. game. I just searched... I, this is disgusting. I, you typed in disgusting golf cart, no. and then this came up. I just, I, I thought, let me get another picture of a golf cart. I thought I typed in red golf cart for comparison. Just to Luke, compare did you make this? No, of course not. This is just the first image that popped up on okay, Google Okay, you're search. lying to me. I even searched nicest red golf cart because i wanted to compare okay, the scooby-doo so paint job to, to our, for our listeners not only does this look to be this golf cart it's filthy it looks to be in a yard next to an old barn and then if you look very closely there's a t- <laughs> there's a, there's a t- what? i don't know what you're talking about there's a tiny uh, tiny there's wheels. a tiny cartoon poop <laughs> on the floor of this look oh, you made this i didn't this. even realize that that's how crappy i guess this golf cart is with its paint job compared to the original Did you Mystery make Machine. this for just to sh- Okay, dude, I have I had a lot of searching to do. Like I took the time to find another picture of a golf cart to compare it to the Scooby-Doo paint job. I then I don't know, color swapped it so it looked red even though it wasn't originally. I don't know what you're accusing me of here. And then I put in a little poop face that was making a kind of skeptical no... critical face at, at the viewer <laughs> you think i did all that work just for this gag that doesn't sound like me buddy okay so here's what i remember from the last time we did this i believe we said whether or not we would purchase this product you're right i forgot about that um given the listed price we also specified and this six thousand five hundred and ninety-five dollars is pricey. That's more than I would spend on a car. So that's that's what I was actually going to ask. I don't have any I don't have any good points of reference for vehicles, so I don't know how much cars cost. You could get a pretty good car for that amount. Okay, in which case, I would not buy this. I not, neither would I, but I really like it. Not in my current financial situation. Not to crack open my bank account for our listeners, but. Uh, I'm not doing too well, honestly. Like, it's things are a little dire. It's a tough economy. 
I could really use some support at patreon.com slash scoobydudes. Our, our viewers there, uh, they really help keep our lights on. They don't literally help keep our lights on, though. They like, literally keep our lights on. I walk the into the apartment. money we get via Patreon does not affect your electricity bill. It does. And frankly, patrons, I wish you would let me turn the lights off. Like, at least at night when I go to bed. <laughs> not only is that a waste of electricity, I can't fall asleep, okay? Those face masks are uncomfortable. I can't, I can't do that. Uh, so that's my first one. Neither of us would buy it. What is your first conscuberism entry? So my first conscuberism treat, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to let you read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my only Amazon pick. Okay. And and for our listeners, um, what I'm going to be do is going to be doing is compiling all of these links on our website, ScoobyDudes.com, if you want to see them for yourselves. Because this is a very uh, visual-heavy episode. Yeah, I think so, it'd be great if people would, uh, while they're listening to this, go on our website and click through and see them with us. You'll get to react to them the same time we are. So, Luke, what are you? Uh, what are you seeing before you? <laughs> I'm seeing uh, Ruby's costume, women's Scooby-Doo costume, costume top, and it's basically a, a woman, uh, a, a slender, athletic woman, I would say, given the top's like shape and what they're kind of like trying to evince with it, wearing a a tight Scooby-Doo top, also with um, fake animal ears. Honestly, they look like... Which are not sold with this costume. They look like pig ears. (laughs) They look like they go with a pig costume. They don't look like dog ears to me. Have you... Um, I've been watching a lot of The Onion recently, and there's this mm -hmm. one show, it's like, I think, ten episodes long, like nine minutes apiece or something, and it's called Porkin' Across America. (laughs) What? And it's basically like a fake, like, food show. Huh. Um, But it's really just following this guy, Jim Haggerty, and each episode... Like his straights become more and more dire. <laughs> like in the very, very first episode, he's in his RV. They're porking across America, and his wife calls and says that there's a burst pipe, and he needs to come home immediately. And he's all like, "Well, not gonna take care of that right now." Um, and then later on, he's like at a place eating barbecue, and he's like, "Oh, look at this! Twenty-eight missed calls." <laughs> And that is the mildest thing that happens to him. Anyway, that's what pig ears remind me of. No spoilers. Well, it's. I would say this is a relatively mild piece of conscuberism. It's a. It's a Scooby Doo shirt where Scooby. It's brown, colored like Scooby Doo, and Scooby Doo is kind of drawn onto it. But there's no clear delineation of Scooby to the background of this shirt. It's kind of also, this Scooby Doo, T-shirt shaped Scooby Doo monster. Could you share the price for our listeners? Um, holy crap! <laughs> holy goodness! What? That's not pennies, that's dollars. This is uh, 76 Canadian dollars, am I reading that right? You are, but it's a range. To 129 Canadian dollars and 89 Canadian cents. Now, unless the exchange rate has really fluctuated from when I last checked, that's not too far from American dollars. I think it's 77 cents, actually, to to the, yeah, 77 Canadian to the American dollar. Actually, that is pretty far, but that is insanely expensive. I now see the odd element here, but I do like that shirt. Like, I kind of want it. Fun costume for kids and adults. 100% polyester. Yeah, it, that's its first, uh, like, detail on as, like, the main selling point. Is that something people want? Whether it's for Halloween, a themed party, or even for giggles. For giggles. Ugh. Beautiful colors, hand wash needed, excellent for dress up. What is life like for an Amazon apparel model? Do you, do, hang on. It sounds like you look at this and you it draws you into this rich, imaginative if life. You, if you float your mouse over the woman in question, 
you can get a close-up of her eyes. And I'm just staring at her face, and I'm just like, is this where she thought she would be? Dude, that's a picture of every model in any, like, picture ever. Did you, did she think that she would be standing in jeans, pig ears, and a 100% polyester Scooby-Doo costume top? You know, I want to say, you're sounding critical there. She might have thought she'd be standing in jeans. That's something most people should expect at some point in their life. I, I do not wear jeans very often. I rarely it, wear when jeans. When you do, you're sitting down. You don't stand with jeans. Um, here's my thing about this costume that uh, really stood out to me. is It's meant to be a, a costume top, but it's just a t-shirt with Scooby-Doo on it. Okay, yeah, that's it's really being aggressively marketed as a costume. I think because it wants to appear in, the, in those searches, it's just a shirt. It's a nice-looking shirt. But it's made of polyester. I don't know. I don't know textures super well. Also, like her her forearms, she looks like she's just been doing like forearm curls right before this. I do not mind that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let me do. Let me show you my next one, if I may. Well, let's. Uh, oh, no. So let's just say neither of us are gonna purchase this. Oh, if, if it were a different price, I mean that's gonna be the case with any of these. But if this were priced more reasonably, maybe. And if it was like, I could try it on first. Uh, let me click your next one. So now, next I've got a couple of costumes so, in a row. Uh, once again, let and me this read. this is picture number four. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is horrific. Hudson Valley Craigslist. Kids costumes. Scooby-Doo. Ninja slash Power Ranger. Dog, Lion, and Policeman. And it's $8. Not bad at all. Uh, for No, yeah. each costume. Eight bucks for each costume, but still. Just going to go to the Scooby-Doo one. All of these are weirdly yeah. terrifying. And, but the Scooby-Doo one, the most, perhaps. Well, actually, the first one looks pretty bad. The first one is the worst, Is the worst, I believe. And what's disturbing is that they've been laid out on this, um... <laughs> yes. Uh, not plywood. It's, um... <gasps> laminate? Like, wood laminate flooring? Like bodies. Yeah, like bodies. And, like, the pictures are taken. It's like, um... Like, there's just been a natural disaster, and they're laying out the corpses that they found and, like, taking documentation pictures. And it's the angle of the photo, the, whoever's taking the photos as well, it's at such an angle that you're, like, staring down at these at these little child's bodies. And yet it also has this kind of rapture quality to it, where they look <laughs> particularly empty. Almost like the skin sack that we saw a few episodes back, Scooby dancing with, that's what's here on the ground before us. Wow. You know what I like about this, this posting? What? Is because this person runs such a successful Craigslist business that they have to put at all of these stipulations. Sorry, I can't ship this or hold this for any length of time and can only accept cash. Thanks for looking. Spammers, scammers, con artists, and harassers will be reported. Who's who's harassing this poor? I don't mean to be sexist. I it sounds like a woman. Who's been harassing this poor woman um, about their costumes? Just to, to make sure. In case anyone did think you were sexist, can you explain to us why you think it's a woman just to like, yeah, kind of like uh, justify yourself there? It's something It's something about the way it's written. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of like subservient. And no, 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 like, no, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Uh, just, I don't <laughs> no, know. No, I'm joking. Uh, no, I, I will not reply if your phone number isn't provided. Sorry. I think it's the fact, because I think that women are socialized to be polite, even when they're upset. They still have to put on the guise of like, Oh, like I'm sorry. So, so being upset, but still, but still apologizing, I think is a trait in that a lot of women embody. Just because society has ingrained that within them. 
and perhaps being preemptively like protective of, of oneself because it's you have to be um, yeah. guys don't do that guys are just mad guys don't apologize when they're angry no, they're, we're just weens about it I also want to say, at the end of each of these Craigslist ads, it says, do not contact me with unsolicited services or offers. And it says that automatically unless you check for it not to. But it really makes it seem like every place that posts Scooby-Doo-related stuff is getting spammed with (laughs) nasty offers and services. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to wear it and then sell it to you sweaty. It's not going to happen. But just that, this skin of Scooby-Doo, which, by the way, is listed as for a toddler is quite an odd pick for me, especially because if you look at the boards, it looks significantly bigger than a toddler. It it looks bigger. For our listeners, it is just an empty humanoid Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Uh, but there are no... There are, like, um, like glove paw yeah. coverings for the hands, but then the feet have those sort of, like, the fabric that would cover over a shoe. Yeah, almost like cuffs. Almost like frilly cuffs over the feet and that's that's the best of the three costumes i have that's the mildest i would say so what's your next one well would i would i purchase this for eight american dollars oh eight american dollars would you purchase this for your toddler who's the size of a 13 year old i yeah you know what yeah eight that's a steal eight dollars is a steal it is not bad for a good halloween costume easy you saw it on the rack of goodwill and it's halloween today you'd buy it so this is a little bit milder but i went to the let me just send it to you I went to the official WB store, and so I have two. I have two pieces of uh, of merchandise from the WB store. This is one of them. This is as official as it gets. Well, I I want to say first and foremost before I describe what I'm looking at, this has a real fellow kids element to it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, a little bit. Hello, fellow kids. The line that Steve Buscemi's character voices in Thirty Rock, which has a subreddit now, to represent corporations awkwardly trying to connect with young demographics. That's what this T-shirt says to me. What else does this T-shirt say? Also, uh, what 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 is the product itself and the price? Okay, it's Scooby Doo Scooby Quotes Adult T-shirt. It's a 100% cotton distressed light blue t-shirt featuring Scooby-Doo on the front end surrounded by three of his key key phrases um, Scooby-Dooby-Doo which looks like Scooby-Dooby-Poo it's kind of an unfortunate distressing <laughs> on that last D Ruh-Roh and <laughs> which uh, are three of his classic phrases I, I guess but the he <laughs> feels a little more I don't know if you can write that out and make it his it, it, it can be classic when written I don't think that I don't think that a distinctive laugh is a quote yeah, I wouldn't say it's a quote. It's distinctive. It's a Scooby-Doo thing, but I don't think it's you can write it out that way. Still, it looks like a pretty cool t-shirt. The quotes make it look kind of awkward, and it, again, it has that kind of hello kid, fellow kids element to it. Hello kids <laughs> is the Japanese um, <laughs> kitty cat that's designed to connect with young demographics. That, that was, that's uh, on, on 30 Rock in Japan. He was uh, Steve Buscemi's character was known as uh, Fellow Kitty. Fellow Kitty, ooh, that's good. What can you describe Scooby? What he looks like on this T-shirt? You know, I kind of skim past him. He looks he's looking um, right at the viewer with kind of like I want to say mouse teeth, like his A teeth bit. are kind of showing through his smile. Um, but the the odd part isn't that he's sitting on his hind legs or looking at the viewer, or kind of leaning back. It's that he has his palms upward kind of um almost like what can i do did i do that <laughs> scooby dooby doo that's that's what it makes maybe me that's think of. 
It's trying to, it's paving the ground for the Steve Urkel episode that we know is coming in uh, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. Would you pay twenty four ninety five for this t-shirt? Heck to the no. No, it's just way too much. <clears throat> and also, I, th- I gotta say, the swirly, uh, the swirl print behind Scooby doesn't help the text at all. It's, it's not a very flattering It t-shirt. needs a background it's, relief element, but no. Yeah. And again, you don't need a t-shirt of Scooby-Doo with three different quotes yeah. around him. And also makes it makes me think like what is the life of a Scooby-Doo t-shirt model like for Scooby-Doo like the dog that posed for Scooby-Doo here you can kind of see it in those eyes like what's he thinking okay I would also not buy this uh, please click on my next Scooby-Doo costume oh I'm so excited <laughs> oh no I think what's the caption I gave for that one? Oh no you <laughs> <laughs> the caption you put was five nights at Scooby's which is pretty accurate, I think. So this is uh, from the Union County, New Jersey Craigslist. This is child Scooby-Doo costume set, $5. So similar to the... Uh, a little dissimilar in that the body of Scooby... It's just a bodysuit um, in that that looks like Scooby-Doo. Actually, yeah, a jumpsuit. Um, there are no frilly cuffs, so it's just pants, and there are no paw gloves, so they end at the uh, at the wrists. But then, a very terrifying plastic mask accomp- accompanies this, and and the child model that <laughs> that, that they got to uh, to wear this <laughs> costume has his his. his <laughs> First of all, yes, it's what Evan. First of all, is wearing socks, look like with skin, skin-toned socks to make it look more colored and with the suit, but it does look weird. Looks barefoot, but uh, is holding his his. I believe it's a he is holding his his hands like paws. Yeah, like kind of like limply down, almost like a kitty cat, especially with the head tilt that is going along with it. And the mask again looks a lot like Five Nights at Freddy's, which of course our youth listeners totally get. It's very scary. It's, I think, the scariest that I have also. It just <laughs> makes me laugh every time I look at it. <laughs> it is $5. This is, a, this is a solid buy for me. Yeah. I love that. It's even cheaper than the other costume. Uh, very good condition. A few minor poles, but no rips or stains. Rear Velcro closure. Love that rear Velc. Close. Please don't say that. All right, that. what's your next item? Well, would you would you buy it? Oh, would I buy it? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I would make this my desktop background picture, but I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> this this product item that I'm about to send you is a little vague, in that it's specific as to what it is, but not to really the size. Okay. So this is again the official WB shop. I look at this picture and it is hard to tell exactly what it is. It's clearly a mystery incorporated version of Daphne, but it just looks like a drawing of her, like clipped from the show. Oh, and I apologize. The dimensions are on here. So, so what are you read the uh, the pro- the description and the price? Daphne Blake is more than Mystery Inc.'s resident glamour girl. The fearless teenager can be counted on to find any hidden trapdoors or secret passages that the latest masked monster might be using. And period. And then fall right in. And then fall right in. Oh gosh. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, oh, this is a great write-up of Daphne. You're almost like reimagining Mystery Inc. to be better than it is. Shoot. 
Um, Daphne's ready to catch whatever's haunting your home with this whimsical cardboard cutout based on her appearance in the beloved animated series Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. The standee measures 64 inches by 27 inches and makes a great gift for fans of the world's greatest canine detective and his pals. So this is a Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated Daphne standee and the price is $34.95. That is quite a bit. 64 inches. That's uh, how how tall is that? That's five. It's five feet. It's over five feet by 27 inches. And, and obviously there is a standee for each of the cast members of Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. So what made you pick this one? I, I chose it because it boggles my mind to think who's getting this and for what? Maybe, maybe a toy store. But then I feel like you don't have corresponding Scooby-Doo merchandise to accompany it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I guess I could see it being kind of cool. I guess a toy store, a kid's place, like I could see this being in a library, especially get kids reading Scooby-Doo books. There's a lot of them out there. The one thing I wanted to look up I'm looking for now, heck yes, is that the other Scooby-Doo characters do vary in height. Are you serious? Yeah, Fred is 70 inches tall, Shaggy is 72, and Velma is 67. You know what? Shoutouts to WB. Which actually... Daphne is 64. She's shorter than Velma by three inches. Interesting. Very interesting. But shout out to them for varying it, which I guess if you get the whole set, you're going to want everybody. Speaking of the getting the entire set, would you get one of these? I think, I was about to say, people are either getting one very specific beloved one of these, beloved to themselves, or all of them, because they love the whole thing. Um, for me, I, I would see myself getting all of them. Where would where would you put them? I would put them throughout the apartment. I would have like Shaggy Corner, and there would be like the Fred Nook in the kitchen, and uh, and there would be the I I don't know where Daphne and Velma. Like I would put them in just different areas in my living room and stuff, kind of like to spice it up. So let me say, I stayed at a mutual friend's place when I visited Calvin College uh, quite a number mm -hmm. of years back, and I slept in their living room. And in their living room was a life size Princess Leia cutout. Uh, golden bikini? No, no, no. Thank goodness. Uh, buns. Cinnamon, cinnamon bun Buns, hair. yeah, golden bikini. <laughs> I... Uh, terrifying. Terrifying. At night, and also just when you don't notice it. Do you think a cartoon cutout would be better or worse? Better. It'd cut... be better. The, the less it looks like a real human being. Especially in, like, low light where it's getting caught in odd angles, yeah. Uh, so I, so I woke up on the futon in the living room and saw it, like, staring down at me, and... Mm. Had quite a fright. So, Sandy's aren't really my thing. I'm going to pass on this one. Fair enough. Well, here, you get one for free whether you like it or not. Which one do you want? Definitely Shaggy or Scooby. I think it's probably got to be Scooby. It feels weird to get any one human. But you can get Scooby and that's fine. What? Uh, no, I've got the next item. So, for our listeners, I've been saying... So, for our listeners, I've been saying that a lot. But Luke has emailed me all at once all of his URLs and has titled each of them. And the title of this one is Scoobykin. Mm -hmm. So this is another Hudson Valley Craigslist. <laughs> oh my gosh. Scooby-Doo costume, $249. It's, it's a, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's a furry costume. It doesn't say that, but yeah. So like an anthropomorphic animal costume, life, or human, human size, not life-sized. Um, enormous, enormous uh, collar with um, tag, I guess? Yeah. The Scooby-Doo... I'd say pro almost proportionate to the head, though. 
Uh, and it has the a very, 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 very terse description. Beautifully made, comma, only worn once, period. Will not mm, ship. How I'd love to continue not knowing what it was worn for. And I'd say picture number four it's... is the one you got to look at. <laughs> so, so, so picture number four is this costume <laughs> in profile in profile with like the butt backed up a little bit like as if leaning over yeah, a counter the, the occupant has the occupant looks because because the hands are also forward and it looks like they're resting on a you know like on on that little bench bed in a doctor's office it looks like this scooby-doo is be- is getting ready for a um a uh an exam a, in the what's it is it the colon yeah when, that's what they that's what yeah they for say. like a colon examination like it's but the weirdest thing is that because their butts back the the suit hangs loosely over their gut making it look like they're heavy but that's the thing with these costumes it's that from like the waist down they're so baggy a, a little bit of a beer belly. Yeah, but they're like goth jeans. I mean, the amount of just extra skin and stuff. It looks like Scooby just had like a tummy tuck. You know what the other thing I really like about this uh, listing? I don't know what you liked about it that was the first thing, let alone this other thing that's coming up right now. Whoever took these photos is inside of an open business place. Because it's in front it's it's in front of a door <laughs> and you can see the closed sign facing, facing us with the store so you know that it's open on the other side dude that's amazing what is this business ebids ebids auctioneer think... which is to say which is to say this person has already tried to sell this costume locally at a local bidding uh, area and is now trying to do so online I want to throw something else out there. It says only worn once, but they're wearing it in these pictures. So either... This is the once. This is the once. They did whatever they did one time with it, and then they went right to the photo shoot. This is also taking place in East Fishkill in Hudson Valley. I would not pay $249 for this. For I would pay no money for any furry suit. That's just me. That's just my personal preference. I wouldn't either, but I would go visit Hopewell Junction just to see what's at this place. I'm curious. Um, and again, I gotta say, it's a pretty well-crafted suit, gross as it may seem. That is my last costume. What is your next item? Okay, so you wouldn't buy that. I would not buy that, no. So, Luke, what I'm about to send you is my first Etsy. It's one of two Etsy uh, products. And before you do anything, I would like you to read in entirety the product name. All right. Want me to hawk it? Want me to try and get people interested in this product? Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. What does it say? <laughs> just the title of the product? Correct. Let me just read it once and try and decide what I want to bleep after <laughs> once I'm mixing this. All right. It's, the title of this product is Velma Sitting on Face, Funny T-Shirt, Sexual Humor, Gag Gift, Hipster Shirt, Graphic Tee, Teen, College, Sex T-Shirt, Women's. Price? 18 Canadian dollars and 39 Canadian cents. And it is exactly like it sounds like uh, Velma sitting on face, specifically Freddy's face. Uh, a very basic graphic drawn on, almost like yeah. Calvin peeing on Ford. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's so basic. Basic to the point that, because I have the image up right now, Velma has no real facial features. She has a little bit of a curve of a nose and freckles but no full nose or mouth or pupils. 
It almost looks like clip art. In fact, the line work looks exactly like clip art. It's not poorly done either, I have to say. Although I think it's a little poorly done. You think it's a little poorly done? I think it's I don't think the illustration is very I good. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> I think Fred is really badly done, but Velma's actually done pretty well. I don't like it. Ve- but I want Fred looks like a Muppet. He I, has paw hands. He like, does. Uh, like, mitt- mitten I hands. think I don't like it. I don't like that you chose this. I don't like that I had to read the description of it, but I do think it's well done, and I don't like that I have to say that. Hey man, if you buy this, $18.39 Canadian. The first picture is of someone wearing it kind of like looking like they're dancing or something and making duck face. The third picture, no, the second picture is the shirt on a mannequin. Why the mannequin after the human? I guess it's a little clearer. I guess because the human has her has her arms posed above. Like you don't her. get to see the logo as clearly on the shirt, although. And you don't get to see how the shirt like falls on. I body. think I think they just put the logo like photoshopped it on top anyway, just threw a PNG over the shirt, which is pretty common. Would you buy this for eighteen Canadian dollars and thirteen thirty nine Canadian cents? Well, I was gonna say that I don't wear women's clothing, but I actually purchased a woman's sweatshirt semi recently. So, given that you can't say you don't wear women's clothing. Uh, it's not. I, it's not for me. Not for me either, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say definitely. That's a hard pass on my part. Now what? Now my next one. We're getting a little bit more into toy territory. Scooby meets Dexter. So, this. It, Did you ever see Dexter the TV show? Laboratory. No. The Murder Man. Yeah. That's what they call people who kill other people, right? Murder man. The murder man. <laughs> uh, I, dude, I love that. There's like a da- like a police report that a dangerous murder man is on the loose. Please, please be alert. There is a murder man in uh, sou- southern New Haven. So this is from the New Haven Craigslist. Shaggy and Scooby Happy meal toy. <laughs> I love that title. And the description says. Shaggy and Scooby Happy Meal toy in plastic, all in caps, no punctuation. Now, what are, what's your reaction to this when you see it? My reaction is why it's in plastic. So, so it is because um, it sound that makes it sound like it's an original packaging, which I do not think it is. It's Scooby or being held in Shaggy's arms, like in our logo. Shaggy's legs are very wide, like he's riding a horse, <laughs> a very fat horse, a real fat two horses to be frank. And or, but it's such a gross photograph. The glare off the plastic Ziploc bag that they're in? I don't think that Ziploc. It looks like it's plastic tarp like you would collect leaves in or a garbage bag that's behind Scooby and Shaggy. And then there's like dirty plastic over on top of them. And it's, again, not new in packaging kind of thing, and it looks to me like Dexter from the hit TV series Dexter is about to kill them both. It's very disturbing. The glare is really, uh, makes it impossible to see them as well. Even before you sent me, even before you added that description, it makes me think that the person selling this is a serial killer. Or, sorry, a murder man. It really does. But this is just how the person takes all of his own pictures. Um, And and I think it's a guy, just by the way it's written for some reason. (laughs) Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So what do you got next for me? Uh, so this is $20. Oh, yeah. I would never pay $20 for this. Never in a million years would I pay $20 to get murdered picking up a Scooby-Doo toy. I don't want to meet a murder man. So this is the last of my Etsy, uh, products. So once again, if you could read the product description and then the price for me. Sure, bud. Or sorry, the product name and then the price. 
70s super sleuth set orange sparkly jewel long sleeve turtleneck crop top with red sparkly jewel high waist belt bottom flares 154769 Canadian dollars it's 136 and 28 cents and what are you what are you seeing I am seeing a, a mannequin with a orange long sleeve kind of halter top over incredibly flared past the knees um, red um, pants and I remarkably both the top and the pants look way more plasticky than the mannequin this mannequin looks lifelike by comparison and it does not look lifelike as a baseline well so both of these items of clothing are made from lycra spandex handmade item that's almost worse and not only handmade made to order I, I find it very very hard to believe that this was once made to order because it's been made once. Notice that Scooby-Doo is not anywhere in, in in the title. No, no, it really isn't. I'm trying to find where you might have found, like, I don't, Jinkies. Are you super sharp at solving mysteries, and do you exclaim Jinkies every chance you get? That's the description. This super stylish set is made from shiny holographic spandex, an orange sparkly jewel long sleeve turtleneck crop top with red sparkly jewel high-waisted bell bottoms. I, I just couldn't be less into it. So you wouldn't pay 136 Canadian dollars for this? I, I would never pay anything for this. I would not accept it free. I would require payment to accept this and then throw it away. All right, all right, scale it back, you know? <laughs> this is like when you're at Goodwill or Salvation Army or Savers or Value Village um, and you find a book that's so bad, it's like written by Glenn Beck or something, that you feel an obligation to like steal it and throw it away <laughs> you hate it that much I, d I don't think anyone should wear this what about people who want to go to <laughs> go to the old clang and pots and pans <laughs> what about people who want to go to like what, what what like a comic-con or like a... no to like sexy halloween parties i don't think this is sexy i think that's the thing is like it it serves it has there's no purpose this could serve that something cheaper couldn't serve better all right man if, but I no, mean, you I, answer it dude would you buy I'm this not gonna, i don't have the money i'm very poor i'm unemployed what is the price of this that you at which you would buy it 20 bucks 20 bucks you buy the, this for, for the set yeah what do you then do with it you've now got it i obviously wear it <laughs> dude you could not fit in this. I'm sorry, man. No, no, no. Um, it's made to order, so I would get it in my size. Twenty dollars for custom-made clothing? You would have to be a fool not to not to accept that. Can you imagine how uncomfortable this would be? Honestly, yes. Your skin would be weeping under it for how hot and sweaty it is. Some of us are stronger than others, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, clearly, I am a weak little boy. You're right, Evan. My next item, I'm pretty excited for. We're getting into cool territory. The creepy stuff is behind us. And I've got two links for you here. Greenville, this is from the Greenville Craigslist. I went all over the states to find these. Three plug-in portable game, sorry, three plug-in TV portable games, colon, Nickelodeon, WALL-E, and Scooby-Doo, $9. $9 each. That's so cheap. That is super cheap. I'm probably buying all three, even though no one owns TVs anymore. Um, so um, basically, from the looks of it, these are little each it's it's like a little console with a joystick on top um the wally one looks like wally the scooby-doo one looks like the mystery machine the nickelodeon one looks like you know nickelodeon it's orange it's orange and splatty yeah. and it looks like you just plug it into your tv and boom 
it's it's a it's a game. That's exactly what that is. It's a kind of game that bri- it's like a VCD, which is something only you and I and overseas people really know. But it kind of bridged the gap between handheld and console early on. You just plug it into your TV and it could play one game, and the game system itself was the controller. And I've got a video for you. I'd also like you to just at least crack open of this game being played. I need you to listen to like the first minute of it, starting at about 15 seconds. Let me open it up on my phone. All right, you found the best thing. You can't imagine how excited I was to hear that. That's what every time for like, we're not even doing those episodes. You've just been singing that randomly. Also, Come so the first part of this you. game for Come listeners is just like a simple driving game where you're driving the mystery machine back and forth on a road and you have to just like dodge ghosts. And then it becomes Frogger. Basically like like a Frogger where you're on, but you're going down the river, not across. Or up, up the river, as it were. Up the river, oh yeah. And the whole time you're being chased by this black knight. And then it becomes a side-scroller where you're Scooby and Shaggy and they're like centipedes or something on the ground. And you need, as Shaggy, to pick up Scooby so that the centipedes only crawl over your feet? <laughs> I guess so. I didn't actually watch some, I didn't watch all of these game modes. And then it turns from a side-scroller into like almost like a 3D-esque, not super 3D, but like top-down, like top-down 3D. Like top-down isometric. Yeah. Dude, I want this. I know. For nine bucks, dude? Not bad at all. I would pay this man extra money for him to mail it to me. Also, just to say the title, Scooby-Doo and the Mystery of the Castle sounds as generic as it gets. That sounds like the boilerplate that they typically replace when they're writing episodes. Uh, I would pay three times times as much money possibly even four times as much money to acquire this for myself wow i almost guarantee you know what this i think falls in that crack of video game history where you probably couldn't even find an emulated version of it i don't think you can even like pirate this yeah man i love it sound by sound by thank you man i'm even more excited for my next one all right so now i am on the scooby store.com oh wait would you would you buy you said you would buy it I would definitely buy it for nine bucks. I don't even have a television. I would buy it just so when I go over to like grandparents' houses, I, I could show it to them. So the ScoobyStore.com, last two items. Here's the first of the last two. Scooby-Doo Deluxe Recliner with uh, mystery machine colors and a picture of Scooby on the back, along with a bone and his, uh, his tag. Wow! This Scooby-Doo chair is a deluxe recliner that measures 19 inches high by 15 inches wide by 27.5 inches in diameter. Uh, what deep. a way to add. I think co- it's deep. Deep? Oh, <laughs> I made a guess. Yeah, it was a bit of a reach. What a way to add color and fun to your child's room. This armchair is crafted with a strong hardwood frame and padded with dense polyurethane foam for optimal comfort. Upholstered in soft to the touch, yet durable polyester fabric... 
The reclining chair is easy to clean with mild soap and water, which ensures its long-lasting visual appeal. The chair is suitable for children's ages 2 to 7 years old or weighing up to 65 pounds. Proudly made in the U.S. of A of wood, polyurethane, and polyester. Wow. They really like their polyurethane and polyester. <laughs> like that's, Those are big selling points. So, this is a, a tiny chair. It's very small. I mean, the 65-pound limit says a lot. It's barely... It's barely a foot tall. What? 19 inches. You said it. You read you the description. 19 I was, inches I was high. concentrating on delivery, not, not content of what I was saying. This is tiny. I mean, on the website, the image is very small. We couldn't wedge our skinny butts in there one at a time. That's tiny, tiny. Scooby even looks like he's squeezing himself to fit on the back of that chair. Would you buy this tiny recliner? How much again is it? I didn't give the price. It doesn't have the price. Uh, click here to view sale price. Currently unavailable. I wouldn't buy it because it's not there to be found. We don't know when or if this item will be back in stock. Here, 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 here. This is great, though. Greg Gibson left a review for this on January 29th, 2014. Two stars. Title of the review, Junk. This chair looks fine, no complaints. The first complaint is with the chair legs. <laughs> so sorry, this is a little bonus comment sense for I, all I was of you. about to say, I love uh, a little sampling of this. They needed to be attached, which is no big deal. The problem was the screws to attach them were an inch too short. Luckily, I had some wood screws to complete this task with. So okay, no big deal. After assembly was complete, the chair was given to my three-year-old. Well... Without a handle to extend the footrest, not unheard of, you must lean back on the chair to accomplish this. Impossible! So I then told my 8-year-old son to try it. He cannot accomplish the task either. It was difficult for me to pull out. Well, he has two kids, so okay. Hopefully it will loosen up before he, he outgrows it. Lastly, it is flimsy. I have a feeling the chair will break before the, the footrest loosens up. Five people found this helpful. Honestly, I'm not gonna, I was never gonna buy it, but I do kind of find that helpful. I feel like that's a very good review. Do you think that's fair though? Do you think he's maligning a perfectly good recliner? I think it's hilarious that this, that this chair's clearly made for like toddlers and he got his eight year old son. Well, no, it sounds like you need to use your body weight to push the back back and pop the, pop the foot up. It's wild to me that a full grown adult man struggled to do that. Yeah, like, how badly is this made if that much weight doesn't do it? It's got a 65-pound limit, and that means you're dealing with just the upper half of 65 pounds to put awkward pressure on the back of that I chair. feel like this is a catapult. I feel like you lean back far enough. <laughs> yeah, you hear it clicking with every back. <laughs> and then it flings you forward. Personally, I, uh, I don't really care for it. I prefer a trebuchet recliner. It's just way more efficient. You get way more bang for your buck that way. If only I remembered the meme format, I would say the thing. It's like 30, 30, if I wanted to hurl like a 30 pound load, like a, like 100 meters or something. That's very specific. <clears throat> I don't remember, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. I've just linked you to, um, or I've got my last link for you to click in the computer and I sent to your phone a video of this in action, which is 50 seconds, but I'd really love it if you'd watch the whole thing. Okay, so this is a Scooby-Doo home phone, $30, Bear Creek. And I'm going to... Also, I want to read the description. Gently used and still works perfectly, I am willing to deliver 
within a 60-mile radius of Appleton. So tell me what that was in that ad and what was in that video that you just saw. So it's a it's a really elaborate uh, home phone, but the base of this home phone is made to look like a graveyard, and then standing in the graveyard is Shaggy and he's holding Scooby in his arms. All those noises which you may or may not have heard are Scooby and Shaggy reacting to the phone ringing, and at one point uh, they both shiver in fear and their heads shake back and forth. They're animated. Well, yeah, basically, yeah, like, they're, the graves on either side of them have light-up eyes um, from, like, the owls that are standing on top of them. And when they light up and spooky sounds happen, Scooby and Shaggy will independently turn to look the other way. But my favorite part is when they're scared and their heads shiver and shake with their rattling teeth. I love it's that. It's phenomenal. It's so cool. It's And it's a little large. It's, like, 14 inches high by 11 inches wide. Um, and it's $30. I would buy this. Instant buy. Well, if you live within 60 miles of Appleton, Wisconsin, they'll deliver it for free. That is that is also wild. So this sounds like somebody... I also found this listed elsewhere for more money. This is a real Scooby-Doo fan who wants to share the love. I think that this is like a cursed phone. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants to drive 60 miles to deliver something, like, gratis. Yeah, no, it's definitely that. It actually is haunted with ghosts. That's got to be the only explanation. This this phone, 30 bucks, is a decent amount of money, but I'm tempted to say I'd buy it. Nobody even has a landline anymore, and I would still I, buy it. Exactly. Like, I'd have to hook it up to my computer and get, uh, like, a dedicated line there. Uh, but all this really made me want is a fully articulated, animated Scooby-Doo mechanical kind of thing. You know, right? Like, where it's not just the heads, but the whole body does something. Oh, like an animatronic, yeah. Yes. Dude, now I just feel bad that I have to end. Because there's no way what I have is... It's not. It's not. It's just not as good. Sorry, dude. I definitely saved my best for last. I'm just sharing mine in the order I found them, so that's on me. Um, dude, this last one looks cool. Silver and gold Scooby-Doo watch. And it's got, like, that kind of metal band with many pieces that, like, only rich dudes with hairy arms ever wear. <laughs> Warner Brothers two-tone bracelet, one size fits most, watch with calendar date, often licensed watch, officially licensed watch. And it's just a, a relatively nice-looking metal watch with Scooby-Doo in the center of it, looking very full of himself, I have to say. Maybe almost a little coyly at the viewer. And the center, right, the, the pivotal point of both the hands of the watch are right at the tips of his lips. Almost like he's holding a rose in his mouth, but it's the time. I also have a few... Um additional reviews it's very well reviewed it has it's five out of five stars three reviews hit me buddy so one amazon customer no name but verified um purchase five stars april 30 2016 
uh sorry five stars is also the name of the review i love this item it looks really good when you put it on with the gold and silver all right pretty standard next one much better mm-hmm. tim mcveigh february 17th 2016 awesome gift my son hates to take it off awesome gift <laughs> and then on august 17 2017 the review this one also says five stars it's by a jay snyder and the review says okay two letters lowercase okay five stars five stars that is a five star okay i would shudder to think of what this guy might write for like a four star review or something like that three star and he's just cussing you out (laughs) i just like to think that it's just that's just like his mood you know like five okay four not bad three okay i do kind of admire that way of thinking like hey if it's fine that's five stars Okay isn't four stars, like it's got a problem with it that makes it lose a star. Like when you're reading like Google Play reviews and you're, they're like, oh, this app didn't work and it gave my phone a virus, so only four stars. Well, I think that people are very reticent to give every anything, anything like a like a, like 100%. Ah, I think people are more reticent to give stuff one, one star or like three. I think most people hover, if, if it's a one to five scale, I think most people hover in the two to four. Eh, you're probably right. Well, then again, I think people mostly write reviews when they're angry, not when they're happy with a product. So maybe it skews a little lower in that regard. What would you give this? Or rather, sorry. Would I buy this? How much is it again? It's like 37 bucks. 37 bucks? I, I've got a watch I really like, and I don't really like novelty watches, even though this looks like a nice novelty watch. I'm not a watch guy, and I don't have hairy arms. <laughs> yeah, so that for that reason alone, neither of us have hairy enough arms to pull this watch off. <laughs> Honestly, that should give our listeners such a clear picture of what this watch yeah, looks really, like. Really, I think I, I could not have described it better there. Why do guys with hairy arms wear Things that draw watches. attention to their hairy arms. You know what? I think it's got this thing where... Because, like, that's also the setup of it with all those little metal pieces that can, like, bend and constrict. You just... You feel like the hairs are going to get caught in I them. think that's what they, on some level, want. They're slowly... Wa- they're slowly plucking their arms free. Starting at the wrist? Starting at the wrist, And yeah. ending at the wrist? <laughs> and ending at the wrist. That area of the wrist is just the whipping boy for the whole hairy arm. So, Luke... Since since this is just a conscubism episode, mm-hmm. just maybe a little bit of bonus discussion. Let's say, let's say you have three hundred American dollars on which to buy any form of Scooby Doo merchandise, which we've just discussed. Uh, no, any in no. general. Where would I? What would I throw that towards? So theoretically, how like, far do I think? Theoretically, how far do I think three hundred bucks could get me? Or or rather, I guess. Because I don't want this to be, like, wildly, like, oh, like a yacht or something. But given a certain amount of money, what is the dream Scooby-Doo product for you? Honestly, that Scooby-Doo golf cart was dang cool. I would love a Mystery Machine-colored scooter. Because I used to have a scooter, and I loved it. I love riding around on a scooter. Just a great way to explore a city. Oh, man. That's actually a really, really good answer. Would it have a custom horn? A custom horn? Yeah, we're going. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like a horse, <laughs> or like Scooby laughing. But yeah, um, but um, I, you know, I'd even want. I'm sorry to get more specific, but I want to be one of those scooter bike hybrids because I've always wanted one with pedals, but also an engine. I've seen that. Yeah, I see them in Toronto. Want a mystery machine colored one of those? 
um, which I think you could get, that wouldn't be too crazy expensive, but just stuff that's like around the house and whatnot, I'm not really dying to have Scooby-Doo themed stuff like that. It makes it less special for me. It's gaudy. It's gaudy and like, I think is when you thing. see it every day, it makes it less special. That's the case with me and my wife. You don't that's... think you would ride your scooter every day? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's my first thought. What about you? I think, I'm looking around my room right now, which looks kind of like a landfill, so it's not very helpful. Cause I, I like I, I know this is very simple, and this is obviously something that I could get. I think that a Scooby Doo phone case is just like the it's the first thing that comes to mind. I know it's not really taking advantage of the setup that I myself created. I'm just like a nice phone case. I was thinking like a laptop like decal, or like a laptop like cover, but then I was like, uh, maybe like a really a really nice backpack. Because I've been meaning to get a bag. Right, because because I know that you can buy, like, Scooby-Doo, like, a lot of apparel. I know that you can probably buy, like, Scooby-Doo bags and stuff. But I want, like, a really nice quality. Because I've been meaning to get, like, a, a nice bag to carry around. Because I always have a bag with me. I love Just... this idea, buddy. But I have to say, I think a really nice Scooby-Doo bag is like a yacht in its impossibility. I don't think a nice Scooby-Doo bag exists. You're not going to find, like, a North Face slash Scooby-Doo bag. It's all going to be novelty garbage. Well, okay, I, f I feel like you gotta make it custom. You'd have to get it custom made. So you'd commission a Scooby-Doo bag. I mean, your scooter, your scooter would have You're to be You're right, it would painted. have to be custom painted. And there's, you can definitely find, like, a leather worker or the like who can make you a Scooby-Doo bag and, yeah, like... Just, like, a it. really nice Scooby-Doo bag. That, that's what I'm into. And I think that's just, I, mm. you know, not too garish. I think that would work. I think that's wonderful. This is pure fantasy... This is a yacht that I would like, basically. Um, but something that occurred to me is that I just bought a really cool book at Barnes & Noble. I got it on the used section, and it's called Abandoned. And it's just pictures of abandoned places. That's amazing. I'm very je jealous, actually. It is, the for me, the ultimate coffee table book because I love wandering around abandoned places. And this allows me to do that from my couch. What I would love would be a Art of Scooby-Doo book just the background art oh huh because we've said before some of that art is really standout gorgeous and it would really draw me into that setting and feeling of scooby-doo in a way that i think i could return to in a way that i couldn't with like a portrait of scooby himself yeah a scooby-doo coffee table like an art a coffee table style art book that's great man i really want that to exist it might even i don't think it exists but i think that's very cool the set, the reason it's a true yacht is that it couldn't be commissioned. Like you need the the source material yeah. there, but yeah, I thought this was a great episode. I think we got some amazing product picks. And again, if you're listening to this podcast and you really want to see with your own eyes these objects, ScoobyDudes.com. Look around for this episode there, uh, and I'll have links and and maybe. Them, like owl embeds but probably i don't know I'll, I'll see what i did the last time we did this yeah yeah we'll definitely have it out there if you want to see them or if you want to put your money towards them but only do that after you donate to us at patreon.com slash scooby dudes uh these beloved donors keep our lights on in the most literal sense possible <laughs> stop talking about you <laughs> this isn't even the outro it's so bright i'm realizing now that i did not have anything prepared for this outro <laughs> You know, that's okay, Evan. I think, 
think that's what our listeners want out of these outros is a lack of direction and plenty of time given until we get to the places where they can follow up with us. I mean, it, look, it's pretty straightforward. I'm just going to run through them as I am wont to do. Do it. Give us that wanton run through. Facebook.com slash Scooby Dudes. Maybe like our page. You'll get uh, updates a few a week, sometimes many times a week. Uh, Twitter.com slash the Scooby Dudes. If you tweet at us, I'll tweet back at you within 48 hours. Wow, that's not a lot of hours. That's pretty good. If you send us an email at scoobydudespodcast at gmail.com, we will send you a reply within 30 business days. <laughs> Why is it? Because I'm involved with the emails. No, not counting weekends or holidays. <laughs> no, those do not count. 30 business days. Yeah, it sounds like you may think I'm saying a month. It's more than a month. Yeah, and uh, and we're talking 30 24-hour agri- business units. There are only eight business hours in a day, so it'll take <laughs> at least... <laughs> what is that? That's going to be at least three, four business days to hit that, that single business day? Oh, goodness. But hit us up. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll respond. If you want to leave us a comment, maybe on a specific episode, you can go to scoobydudes.com. And just go to one of these pages. You can listen to our podcast on that website. And also, there are show notes, especially for this episode that we just did. Like I said, I'll have links to all the products. You can see them for yourselves. I really want everyone, please. This is, you know what? This is just a straight up plea to our listeners. Please go visit our website. Look at those show notes. Because the products we found, uh, we didn't play up our reactions one bit on this. So there are some bonkers products that we were talking about in this episode. Please go look at them if you haven't already. Uh, there are two last things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to save the best for last. Do it. I don't normally do voices. I did a voice just then. I like it. I like it. It's not It's not quite a voice. It's more like theatricality. This is still Evan. It's just Evan on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Patreon.com. If you donate us money on a monthly basis... We'll provide you with content. Sometimes there will be physical goods. Uh, you will have access to a feed uh, that uh, we I have updates out until next month at least. Uh, and they're good. They're just little little screenshots of uh, like not literal screenshots sometimes, but at behind the scenes, uh, just some jokes, just music. Uh, it's it's a real grab bag of stuff, and I'm I'm quite proud of it. I am also really proud of it. I think we give great. Um, content for your money on Patreon. I just got returned in the mail a letter I sent out to someone on Patreon that I'm going to send back out again. And it's reminding me, oh, the many things we do for you ungrateful worms who give us your money. Oh, the many things that we do. I have in here a compliment. I have in here three unmarked stickers. I have three more defaced stickers. I have a hand-drawn thank you note um, that's also a picture of us and you. It's so, so worth your money. All of your money. Give us your money. Listeners, give me your money. If you've given us your money, (laughs) not only will we threaten you, uh, we'll also say your name on this podcast uh, on each and every single episode of this podcast. To be clear, I will stop threatening you when you give us money. This is kind of a... No, wait, that is straight up what the mob does. I was going to say it's like that. Now that is what they do. At that point... I will start start threatening. Wait. So it's really it's a back and forth. 
<laughs> Look, don't worry. If you like the threatening, you're still gonna get the threatening, okay? You're just gonna get it from somebody else. And we try and make it so that I'm less pleasant to be threatened by than Evan. So that you want to get in. Uh, so patreon.com slash scoobydudes, we shout out their names every single week. Shall we do it together here again, Evan, for this week? On three, two, one. Oh, so thankful we are. What is the best no, thing that we save? Here's what? the thing. People don't know. Mm-hmm. We, that's live. Yeah. We, we, we've mastered this sort of Mongolian singing technique. Yeah. So that we can say multiple names concurrently. Tuvan throat singing. And in fact, we do it more than they're able to, because they're only able to do a couple of notes at a time. Evan and I actually resonate each other's vocal cords by getting just so close to each other's mouths. Uh, that we vibrate each other's vocal cords, thereby creating secondary harmonic resonance. And what's really incredible, some of those voices are in fact, like, armpit sounds. Oh We've, yeah, it's still not <laughs> enough. There are just so many names at this point, but we're so committed. We're committed to saying all the names. Honestly, I don't know how we're going to say the next name. I'm scared every time somebody donates to us because I think, what part of my body will say their name next? <laughs> it's kind of an adventure. Uh, the last thing is... What is the best that you've saved? You can leave us reviews on iTunes.com or iTunes the program? Nope, iTunes.com has <laughs> got to be the website. And you know what? If you see a different link at the top, if you've navigated to iTunes.com slash reviews underscore the Scooby Dudes, wrong place, iTunes.com. You're telling me... Are you? Do you mean to tell mm-hmm. me, Luke, that you can't go to iTunes.com S- and easily leave... A five-star review specifically for our podcast? I don't know that you can't. I actually don't know. I use so few Apple products. Um, But nonetheless, apparently, I need iTunes. We need that algorithm to be fed. It's hungry. I I wanted hungry, but I also didn't want to say hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry. No, shoot. So if you leave us a five-star review, I, Evan, Young, have committed to reading out that five-star review at in the outro of one of the episodes of our podcast so i'm very excited to say that we have our fifth canadian five-star review wow have we gotten a canadian rating yet are we are we tipped it uh let me check we gone over as they say in wrestling uh we have seven five-star reviews and i think that's done it so sorry seven five-star ratings and then five reviews i think that makes us officially a five-star podcast on Canadian, Canadian podcast, we're up there, and since we have no negative reviews, I think that means that we are definitively the best podcast in Canada. Probably tied for that with some other podcasts, but we're up there. Would you like me to read this review to you? I would love you to read this review to me. So this was left by Tromion, T R O M E O N, Tromion, uh, left on July fifth, twenty eighteen. Five stars, as we've been saying. The title simply great podcast mm. so it's it's short and sweet uh but i think an accurate encapsulation the review is this i loved watching scooby-doo as a kid and this podcast does an excellent job of recapping awesome episodes with some great color commentary i thought i would have to be a super fan and know all of the episodes beforehand but this is very accessible for those that know the show but haven't memorized it that is super good to hear I, I really want this to be an accessible podcast, so thank you, random stranger. Did we get a name there again? Uh, Tromion. Tromion. Thanks, Tromy. It is uh, 
funny to think about the fact that if there's anyone this podcast isn't for, it's for people who have memorized uh, <laughs> Scooby-Doo episodes. I was almost going to say that. That's like, uh, yeah, dude, you're not just uh, allowed. You're exclusively who this podcast is for. Because if you love Scooby-Doo a lot, it's going to be frustrating listening to us and not know that much about it. I just mean, like, if you've memorized an episode, you all know that when we recap episodes... We, we slip up, and I have to go to our website and add things to the corrections page. It's true. We do mess up. I uh, think people are here, really, at the end of the episode. They come to us. They come to us weary, lonely, sad, pathetic. They've got money but no friends, and they need a, a way to exchange that, and we offer it to them. They come to us at the end of the episode, and what they want more than Scooby-Doo. They want me and you. It sounds like what you're saying is that all who are weary and all who are weak, they've come to, to the fountain. What? I don't... Oh! Oh, perfect! I don't know this song. This is the perfect way to end. <laughs> Full circle. On brand, my friend. <laughs> uh, it's a worship song. Mm-hmm.